This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Scarf Bagara War. Series 9 episode ooh, 26, 27, something like that. Lose count these days. Uh, we're into the... Complete business end of the season now into the playoff final. Everyone's really buzzing. Can't believe we've got here. How good is that for the first season back in the Football League? Delighted to be joined by Lee from the Brunton Bugle. We've uh, spoken on a few times now. Lee, how are you doing? How is it, how is it going from a Carlisle perspective? It's very exciting. Like you, it's, it's different for us in terms of we've been, at, you know, at this level for a while now. <laughs> and that's the point. We haven't been promoted in 17 seasons. I think... Now, because if Ipswich getting promoted, I think we're the joint longest team that hasn't had a promotion in the Football League. No, I don't know who the other team is, but I know we're definitely the joint longest. So, so yeah. the last time you got promoted was your National League season? No, it was the season we won promotion at Edgeley Park on the final day of the season. Oh, six. Right. So you went into the National League before that? Yeah. So we had the we won the National League, obviously, and well, no, no, we won the, the National League playoffs. In 2005 and Simpson was manager so, so right yeah. Yeah, god <laughs> it feels like it was yesterday to me oh. I mean I'm of an age so <laughs> brilliant stuff oh right so that's good so so this is this is really your division then isn't it about the time you got out well maybe yeah. not this season so um tell us about Sunday then um tell us about everything about Sunday how many have you sold how are you all getting there uh, where are you going to go before the match? What do you think about the match? What are your key players? Just tell us everything. Yeah, well, um, last we heard, we were just short of 14,000. Um, I think we've probably beaten that now, I guess. Um, I think it's the same as you guys. It, it's a bit of a disappointment that it's a half-one kickoff on a Sunday because mm. it's basically knackered everybody's chances of getting down to the game. Um, you can't get a direct train down from Carlisle. It's not possible. The only train that direct train from Carlisle would get you in at 2 o'clock. To Houston, right. so absolutely no use at all. Um, and look, I live in Liverpool, so for me, I can actually get a train. But even then, normally the train takes two hours and it's at 8 a.m., so I think, great, getting at 10, that's, you know, three and a half hours before the game kicks off. But actually, you're getting at 11 on the uh, on, on the Sunday, which is a bit annoying. So what we're doing, we're getting off at Watford Junction and getting the London Overground from Watford Junction into Wembley Central because it's a little bit quicker. Plus, because we've got the west side of the stadium, that brings out where all our pubs are that we we've got for the game. So um so yeah, um about fourteen thousand sold. It the problem we're having as well is not just the the rail stuff, is the the buses. 
you've probably seen some. I know I've seen some you guys when when your fans have been replying to tweets about your club and keep saying, "Why don't you put more buses on?" Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a problem limited to the Stockport and Greater Manchester area because our supporters travel have just found it a nightmare to get bus. I think they've managed to get seventeen in total to the to the official like official semi official supporters travel uh, organization, and they said it's just. It's the you know the cost of getting down from where we are. You have to have two drivers. Um, parking the bus is anywhere at Wembley. I've heard between 125 and 200 quid to park the bus. Wow. So you know that adds onto your thing. So they're charging 75, which is a lot. But I think most fans have accepted. Well, they've done what they can to get the, and they've had to get a lot of coaches in from further afar. There's a local company. I won't name them. Um, who jumped on the bandwagon? They they used to do buses years ago and they sort of stopped doing them. They're charging 100 pound per person. <sighs> to go down oh and the thing is because there's so few buses some people are paying it yeah because they're desperate it's really sad and actually paul simpson didn't name them but he called out local companies taking the mickey basically on that and charging so much so so yeah in terms of that we're at fourteen thousand. i think like you i think both clubs would have sold well over twenty thousand if it'd been like a saturday three o'clock kickoff like yeah. it was originally supposed to be i think it, it, it would have been much higher and you know you would have seen a really good following from both sets of fans as it is you guys will probably sell a little bit more than us, but I think we're both going to struggle to get to that 20,000 mark simply because of the, the transport issues on the day. Um, yeah, coming down, we've also got the west side of the stadium. So we've got the box park, but they're charging to get in. And I, I genuinely can't think of anything worse than going to the, the box park before the game, based on what I've seen there when England games are and stuff like that. So we, I think a lot of us are going to the green man. Um, there's a couple of you know, former players of ours, uh, one in particular, he's a you know, big favourite of us in our pod, Dean Walling. Um, you may remember him years ago, um, big centre-back, bald head. He, he used to he just head anything out. He'd score a lot of goals from corners. He was the hero that night. We drew 0-0 with you guys in the auto windscreen shield in 97, and he was immense oh. that night. So he's play, he's won at Wembley with us before. Actually scored a penalty at Wembley. But he's over in Spade and he was asking, he was saying, can anyone sort me a ticket for the game because I'm away at the moment? And uh, I think someone sorted him out with tickets. So he's, he, we told him, come to the green man and have a pint with us. Um, but yeah, it's just, there's just a real, quite euphoric feeling action once the fans are real, like, look, we want to win the game, of course we do, but there's a feeling of, there's been so much progress in the last 15 months since Simpson came back in off the field as well. Things that seem to be running a lot better ticket wise. It's been fairly, in terms of the sales, it's actually been quite stress-free it seems to have gone okay there's a few issues in terms of which blocks are being released and category one tickets not going on sale till later i think that's because we were the only club that chose to sell them ourselves rather than going through yeah c tickets or whoever it is i think or ticket master i don't know which one's selling them um so that's the reason for that <clears throat> but generally bear in mind we launched a new ticketing website literally half an hour before the bradford semi-final tickets went on sale a couple of weeks ago it's been seamless. It's been astonishing. So, yeah, it, it's there's a lot of excitement, and it's not a case of like going in thinking, oh, if we lose, it doesn't matter. But there's a lot of feeling that if we do lose, it's not, you know, this isn't the end of the world. We don't feel like that we're going to be completely, you know, turn apart the squad. We'll lose a few players, of course, we will. But there's a feeling that the structure's in place to actually have another good go next season if we if that was to happen. Yeah. So on to the game then, because you, yeah. you said about sort of. I'm saying, I'm saying not, not you know, everyone's going to feel good if we lose. We, you know, we'll be the same. Yeah. Um, injuries or, or players coming back. Uh, what, what's happening next? I think Dennis is Christy Dennis has been out. I see. Well, no, he what before 
before the second leg against Bradford, he was in training. He, was, he, he went to spin to go and get onto a ball, and he slipped and smashed his leg into one of those, you know, mannequins they have for like, um, yeah, yeah, free kicks and things like that. Free kicks, yeah, and basically split his leg open. And Paul Simpson came out and said it was that bad. He thought you could see the shin bone from it. <laughs> said it was a horror one, and he was dead, uh, generally terrified. He broke in his leg and thought that's the end of my season. I'm out for the playoffs. But um, Greg Abbott, who's our um, head of recruitment, he's obviously not really doing much of that at the moment. He's just down watching the training because he used to be our manager. He took one look and he goes, ah, I've done that before, but I was a player. Just, stick, just staple it up. It'll be fine. And they got the doctor over the doctor agreed, stapled it up. And he was on the bench against um, Bradford if we needed his second leg, but we didn't. And apparently he's trained perfectly fine this week. So he'll be on the bench. And I don't think he'll start because I think I think he'll stick with Garner and Gordon again because they did really well at the start against Bradford. Um, but yeah, he had a bit of a knock. In terms of injuries, the only we've only got three players who are definitely out, and that's um, Finn back, uh, right wing back, Jack Ellis, uh, right wing back, and they're our first two first choice right wing backs. That's a bit right. Annoying. Joel Senior will probably start in that role. Um, he, he's a very good player. You might remember he played for Altrinum, um last yeah, season. Yeah. We, we yeah. signed him from them. He's a very good uh, player. He had a bad ACL with us, literally four games into his time with us so he's had a tough time since coming back in January but last few games he's been brilliant so we're not too concerned there. and Jamie Devitt's the only one and Jamie bless him he just gets a lot of injuries these days he's a great player and a great you know person to have around the club but I think there was always the knowledge that he probably wasn't going to play that much this season but he was just a good person to have around and a good player for young players to learn from so they're the three that are out other than the obvious one I'm, who I'm guessing you're going to want to touch on in a minute who can't play but um we have got John Mellish back, which is a massive boost because he obviously got himself sent off against Salford uh, a few weeks ago. It, it's one of those ones. He gave the Elliot Watt the push in the chest. Um, it's not really violent conduct, but what goes down holding his face? It's right from the ref. So the ref just gave the red card and he didn't get overturned. Bit frustrating that one. Um, but having him back makes a big difference because you know he plays on the left side of that back three, and he can also push into midfield, as you probably remember in the game against you guys at Brunton yeah. Park. And, he can do that to a really good effect as well. He really, really is so good at that. So um, having him back is, is, is a, you know, to lose Ben, as <laughs> I'm sure we're going to talk about him, is a, is a blow, but to have him come back as well. And Morgan Feeney, our captain, is fully fit and potentially available for this as well. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Two really big boosts for this game. See, not, not too dissimilar to us with players coming back, and I'm sure we'll talk about them on, on your show shortly. Uh, yeah, I wanted to touch on Ben. Well, you know, yeah. obviously. Uh, scored the, well, I wouldn't say scored the winner, but he scored the, it was the, the winner in the yeah, end, the wasn't winner, it? Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. end over the team. Um, 
yeah, I got confused him with a three-one scoreline. <laughs> yeah, he scored the winner, didn't he? In the end, um, obviously, I think he was probably in a place that he shouldn't have been for that cross because he, he's for a centre half, but got it in, in in the end anyway. What's the feeling around the club, around all oh, the fans of losing him for the final? I know you just said players will come in, but surely that's going to be a miss as well because he's been pretty pretty good for you, hasn't he? Yeah, it's a weird one because he, he started the season really well and he looked really good. And then he did his ankle against, um, I think it was against Shrewsbury in the League Cup. And then basically barely played for the rest of the first half of the season. He had a couple of little cameos here and there, but then he did his ankle and his other ankle in training or in a reserve game, I think it was. So that was frustrating. But the second half of the season, he's come in and, and he's not really been out the side, to be honest. He's played right wing back for a lot of games, actually, because we had that issue with the right wing back. Yeah, and he, saying, yeah, and he just yeah. slotted in there. Um, for his goal, it was basically because it had been a corner, it's it been recycled back in. And, you know, Bradford have five players in the box and not a single one of them picked it up, him up, which is bizarre. And then the, what the Bradford keep is doing on that goal. I think he's trying to get the ball early to get it distributed the yeah. pitch quickly, and he's just basically yeah, yeah. sold himself. So, but yeah, it's gutting to lose him because, like I said, he, he's done so well recently. But defense is an area where we're really well stocked this season, and none of our defenders really have let us down. Corey Whelan's been so solid; he's been unlucky. Like when he's played really well, he often drops out of the team when Feeney's back fit because Feeney's our captain and he's he's an excellent player. But he never complains; he just gets on with it. Whelan. There's every chance he's probably going to leave in the summer because he's got his contract's up. You know, he had a chance to leave in January and he decided to stay, you know, because he wanted to stay out and potentially he was another league two club after him on good money. But he's like, no, I want to fight for promotion here, I want to finish off the job. Um, yeah, it, it's gutting because, like I said, his attitude's been great, he's been really, really good in recent weeks. Um, you've probably seen Paul Simpson's speech after the game in the dressing room. Um, and the poor lad was pretty much in tears when he uh, singled him out at the end to praise him for what he'd done. Um, but it's one of the we knew what the, what the situation was in terms yeah, of resigning. Yeah. It's, it's not. I, I don't think anybody blames Stockport because we do exactly the same thing if we had a player and loan at you guys and say sorry, can't play. So it makes sense. But we're like I said, we're well, we're very well stocked in the area, so it, it, it's not too much of a blow in that sense. Yeah, I play, when we played each other in at uh, Brunton, uh, the away match for us. I was I was impressed. I was I was quietly impressed with you, with your with your team to be honest. Mm. Um because when we played you at Edgeley Park, I was I was I was underwhelmed. I think you you were you were up there and I still said it on the last pod we did together. Pretty underwhelmed and, and it, we sort of just beat you without a you know with a whimper. At Brunton, I was really impressed. Moxon mm. for me is Moxon, isn't it? Yeah. Um he stood out for me. Um really classy player. Um, who do you think that who who are you looking out for in terms of our team? Who, who do you think our danger our danger men are? Well, I, I presume Kyle Wootton's not fit, isn't he? I think he's 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 done for the season. Yeah, done. Yeah, that's a shame. That I say a shame. It's a good thing actually because he's a very good player. I was really impressed with him down at um, Edgeley Park. He was one of the ones who really stood out in that game. And obviously, Will Collar in terms, of, you know, his contribution this season as well. And there's always that little fear in our heads as Carla fans with Paddy Madden. You know, yeah, yeah, he's come back to yeah. bite us on the backside quite a few times because he. I think he got what thirty odd games, two goals. I think for us over his time was to be truthful. It, it, it's not really his fault or the club's fault. We just had a lot of good players in the attacking positions at that point, and he was very raw. So you know he needed a bit of time to adapt. And Yeovil gave him that chance. We should have kept him after he came back from his Yeovil loan. Really, we should have said, right, you're staying. We're going to use you now. But yeah, for whatever reason, we took the fifty grand or whatever it was to sell him, and the rest was history. I suppose in his career, um, yeah, he's one definitely. I'd, I'd, I'd be looking at as well. He, Interesting fact, last time we went to Wembley uh, was um, what, 12 years ago and he played that day for us. So 
right? Nice little sort of little bookend in terms of either end of his uh, English career there, in that sense. But yeah, he, he's a quality player, isn't he? And you know, to be fair, you've got quality all over the pitch, really. And you know, horse fall at the back. You know, he, he's had a stinker in the past against us, really. You know, when again for Northampton, but he was you know he was pretty good in the other games I've seen. And yeah, the, the one thing I would say is when you played us at Brunton Park, um. Uh, the big lad at the back, uh, it's Akil Wright, I think Akil it is. Akil Wright, yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't have the greatest game in that one. And I felt like he, he, when we looked at him, we thought, okay, maybe, I, I, obviously he's been a good player for you guys. And he looks like one you could target. He reminds me a little bit in the sense of uh, the lad at Bolton, Ricardo Santos. Mm. I've never seen that lad have a good game of football. Never, ever seen. <laughs> I refuse to believe any Bolton fan that tells me he's a really good player because every time I've seen him against us or on TV, he's dross. But he must be good because, because he gets really rave reviews. So <laughs> I've only seen Akil Wright in that one game. And yeah, I wasn't overly impressed. But and he's clearly going to be better than that, really, isn't he? So, so there you go. Yeah, I think it depends on the occasion for him. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I ask every opposition review guest, score prediction. What do you think? <laughs> what I'm going to tell you now is probably going to differ from what, because we're recording our full preview um, tomorrow on Friday. And I, I know I'm going to end up going for. I'm going to be giddy about it by the point. I'm going to go for a you know straight out win. I'm going to go for a two-two draw after extra time, and Carlisle win on penalties. Oh, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be. Re- I, I, I think it's. I think a lot of people are going to go for Stockport's favourites. I think it's going to be a very tight game. I think Mellish coming back for us is just makes a big difference because it it changes the dynamic of how we play because he that is how big a player is. He gets up and down the pitch, and you know he, he just is. I mean. The, Thinking of the size of Wembley's pitch as well, he's going to absolutely love b- bombing about up there. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to go for a, a tight draw and then win on police. But to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys did nick it. To be fair, because you have got more quality in your squad than us. That's just the reality of it. But it's a one-off game, isn't it? So yeah, go. it's a one-off game. And then the final thing, just wanted to mention yeah. the fans. Uh, I've seen it quite a lot on Twitter that it's almost like the friendliest playoff final in the world ever. With between fans, and I think there's probably it's probably down to a mutual respect. Definitely from our perspective, or well, same. I don't speak for every yeah. fan, obviously, but from my perspective, you're a proper club. I said that when we went to Brunton. I said, I said to me, lad, who's fifteen now? I said, this is a proper club. This is who we should be. This is the type of club we should be playing. And I think that's kind of replicated, isn't it, across the fans? Would you Would you agree with that? hundred oh, percent. I mean, we we were all like really loving, like because we, we all said like that that game Brunton Park was a proper good ding dong, a proper good mm. you know, league two game of football end to end. Yeah, there's a bit of directness in there, but a bit of good play as well thrown in. You know, really mixed it up, and and we all love like we. I remember I was, I was looking through some of the posts on one of your message boards, and there's a post on there guy saying that this is you know this you know the most I've enjoyed a game in so long because it it feels like this is what we've been fighting to get back to. Because, I mean, you guys yeah. are in the wilderness for so, so... I mean, we, we think of our one season in the National League as being, you know, wilderness, but it's nothing compared against what you guys went through. So, I think there's a mutual respect there. I think it, it also is, goes back maybe a little bit to that game at Edgeley Park, you know, mentioned yeah. back in 2006, last time we got promoted, that we only needed a point that day in, in, to basically confirm it. But I think our goal difference was like 20 better than the nearest team to us. So, we were promoted or well, we had won the title already. We could have gone for it. We could have really gone for the win that day if we really wanted. But Simpson actually brought in a few fringe players. Glenn Murray, funny enough, was one of them that day. And he actually even brought himself on for his final ever appearance to try and get a goal on his last game. <laughs> um, but there was a kind of feeling at the end, like you guys invaded the pitch, but you all came over and we're all shaking hands and applauding because we were singing, you know, you're staying up and stuff like that. And you were singing champions to us. So it was, it was a nice little feeling there. Um, 
wasn't so nice a feeling a few years later when you batted us 3-0 and uh, in October, I think it was when you just got promoted back to League One, which was John Ward's last game in charge for us back then. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it, I, I think there's a feeling of all our fans are terrified of Salford getting to the final. Well, in one sense, terrified because you just knew it would have been a terrible crowd if they'd gone. They would have struggled to bring 10,000 down and you'd have been like, oh, this isn't what you, you want a big crowd there. You want a really to be a showpiece. You want an atmosphere. If, if they're bringing down their six or 7,000 down, you think, what's the point really? It, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's ridiculous. So, but in another sense, we kind of wanted to face Salford because of what happened in the game against them in the league a few weeks ago. And we we're hoping for John Malish to get his revenge over them, but He's got his revenge of them because he's going to the final. Elliot Watson, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Right, we'll leave it there. Um, enjoy Sunday, but not too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, cheers for cheers for talking to us, Lee. Uh, always a pleasure. And I guess I guess we won't be speaking next season. That's that's a weird that's a weird one. Yeah, unless we draw each other in the in the League Cup or something. In the like League that, Cup, yeah, know. yeah, or the uh, the Auto Windscreen Shield. Who knows? Yeah. Right, cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Take care. No problem at all. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.